0: Welcome back to Cast Me To Hell with me Seb and with me Robbie and here we are with another installment of Video Nasties and this time we are looking at Eaten Alive, Tobe Hooper's film from 1976. Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> 1976. <laughs> I, don't, I, I was, I was questioning myself there going, 1970. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, we, we mentioned and we're... we're, we're
1: pick it up when we get into the film but it feels like it's made before texas chainsaw massacre which he made in 1974 um it does it does which is a strange thing
0: um there are there are many elements that make it feel a bit off uh there are i I noticed there are several films that i felt like this film felt like which again feels more like a director starting to play with things um which i guess it's weird when you made a masterpiece as your first like basically one of your, one of first, your first ever films one of your his earliest films being that it's kind of starts to feel a bit like films like this feel a bit odd in comparison yeah. um it it's a bit of a froth isn't it yeah
1: i mean obviously it is it's directed by the great toe pooper um and for those who aren't obviously aware, we, we have the Video Nasties as kind of like a recurring segment, because they're fun films, but yeah. it's not just that they're fun films, it's that they were... It, the Video Nasties were a list of, I think, 72 films that were banned, some of them with criminal proceedings, yes. in the UK. So it's kind of cool to go through them now, look at them, and see kind of how they compare.
0: And the plus side of it is, it is these are all films that at that point in time that they really thought were offensive films. Yeah. And therefore, most of them most of them do really kind of in some ways push the boundaries. They do yeah. some of them are like this one. They're they're both weird, but they also have some levels of exploitation and things yeah. like that in it. Some of them have really like graphic, gory deaths. Um, you know and it, there's a whole range of aspects that you just are really interested in and, and a lot of these films I do think it's a historical we play this as you know. This is kind of our history segment. It kind of plays into what's happened in the past, but also having a chance to yeah. talk about the film. Um, and this one again, I, I've got some extra history to teach you I'm today. Forward to it. So get ready for teacher Mr. Epa. Mr. <laughs> epo Mr. Um
1: <laughs> Some of the other video nasties we've done, in case this is the first time you're listening. Uh, we did Nightmare in a Damaged Brain, which was a really interesting film. Because <laughs> we watched a really interesting copy of interesting the An interesting copy. Um, we did, uh, I did The Burning with Neil from uh, We Needed Roads. I think The Last House on the Left was uh, yes, video, no, nasty. video Nasty. Yeah. We did that as a bit of a, a double. But we did the, well,
0: the original Last House on the Left was Video Nasty. Yeah. The remake wasn't, that was a yeah. uh, different list. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and we also did Evil Dead, I believe, which was on there. Yeah. Um, and, i'm sure i
0: think you did a half i did a half, half one the dead and buried yeah i did one
1: that, i did dead and buried which was and it also wasn't so we're making our way through the list slowly but yeah i mean evil um eaten alive is a it's a very interesting film and it
0: opens it up it's, it's i hadn't even heard literally until until i told you about yeah. the film. i'd never even heard of this film um, well, to, I you know, I watched it before. Yeah, about, you, you mentioned you'd yeah. seen it before, and I'd never even heard of it, and and the fact that you know that it would kind of um, it was only recently getting picked up by people for like its unrated status and things like that by. Certain crowds, um, because it's on streaming now, is the only reason it's picking up again. Because it's been yeah. released onto in the UK, Amazon. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Amazon but
1: I think you sent me a link by Lad Bible oh, yeah, <laughs> of yeah, all yeah. places. That, that's Lad still where all around, so around.
0: All of our research comes <laughs> from <laughs> Lad Bible. Yeah, that's the only reputable news source in the UK. <laughs> is Lad Bible. Of course, I, I only read Lad Bible and. Because I grew up on such significant newspapers like Nuts and ah, Zoom Magazine, Z, yes. <laughs> you, which you were an astute reader of. I remember, <laughs> I paid a close attention to it as a young teenager, as a boy. young boy, um, and <laughs> since then, Lad Bible has been where we
1: get our uh, where we get our news.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it's the best source. I mean, the Sun for many years was useful, but. It, it got rid of page three, and that was the most informative that part. That was, wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as, well, I mean, that. funnily Anyone enough... Anyone outside see the UK it. got none of no, that. No. You didn't understand <laughs> any of those jokes. The context is tits. tits. <laughs> and that's um, all I'll say, yeah. basically. <laughs> and well, that will lead on
1: nicely, but before, I will, uh, as always, I will remind you to, yes, you listening... Uh, to hit the subscribe button, and to please leave us a lovely review. It really does help the show grow. It keeps us motivated. Um, we love chatting shit about horror movies, so it's always great that, you know, to get reviews about it and to see our subscriber count growing. But speaking about seediness, this film is quite seedy. Yeah, I And it mean, does open.
0: It has a... Yeah, the seedily.
1: opening is a, like. Uh... I mean, the opening is Robert England trying to convince... A young Robert England pre... Uh, you know pre nightmare on Elm Street, Street, uh, trying to convince uh, a prostitute, a sex worker, um, a woman of the night, whatever <laughs> we're referring to them as, for anal sex. <laughs> and, he, and he introduces him the the opening line as My name's Buck, and I'm here to fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I mean, I mean Robert England's character. I mean, uh, to be fair, Robert England, as you know, he's Freddy Krueger, but there's something about his face anyway that, you know, he, he, he there's a um, there's certain menacing about him. There is. There's something that seems off. You know, when they say that Freddy Krueger might be a diddler, you you believe? You he's believe a diddler. It, yeah, you believe it.
1: But he's a he's a class dude. Um, yeah, absolutely. He's
0: like he's the he's but he's right into that southern kind of he is isn't type me? here. You know. Um, and he's got many kind of you said CD, and he's got many scenes throughout this film that are like that, oh, that dirty. that fucking. Yeah. But his whole character is CD. He even has a part later on where he's women under, like what is implied Need to in be some seems to be yeah. underage, and the cop kind of says, that ain't a Coke she's drunk. Yeah. Like <laughs> so you start questioning, how old is she? And uh, now I know the actress herself appears to definitely be of age, but yeah. it's like, we don't know. And the fact that he basically in this opening scene is basically almost a rape scene. Yeah, it, it is. It, it, it feels very like one of those that I've seen the closest to say, like, Last House on the Left. Yeah. Where it feels very like, you start to be like, shit, what film are we in for here?
1: It's and, a bit, yeah, it's a bit weird. And the film, I mean, the film itself is fucking, is a strange film. It's half slasher, half exploitation, half creature feature. The, this, There's this, many half. This film
0: <laughs> is, this, this is what, this is what I mean when we were talking, you know, at the start about it being, an odd kind of it feels like when you get a new director you tend to feel that they're very much taken from other directors. Yeah. They've taken story ideas, they take they're kind of starting to build their craft, which yeah. as I said, hard to believe when you've made such a great film like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. but then again Toe Pooper never could really see what was great about himself. I always feel like when I hear stuff about him, yeah. he never really quite realised how good the original Texas Chainsaw because he himself kind of wanted it to be a little bit more out there. I feel like his yeah. second one is more the film he actually... The kind of style he was wanted in the first one was him kind of more...
1: Black comedy. And yeah, the first weird.
0: one was him more actually held down a bit more, I believe, by producers, than the original, and then the second one's more the black comedy that he kind yeah. of wanted. So well, was,
1: we covered the... You know, we've covered. We've Texas covered
0: Chainsaw Mass- we haven't done number two, but we've covered that one. And, and we covered and, the you know mafia ones the, and, the, and everything. <laughs> yeah, and Portergeist as yeah. well. His and and that's kind of Poltergeist with Steven Spielberg collaborate like collaboration there, um, and which is odd because I feel like this, the layout of the story is Psycho. It's yeah. a girl who, obviously, after Buck has tried to do his fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a girl who kind of goes off to a CD motel, kind of yeah. like. Yeah, well, where she in, gets like kicked it.
1: out because she's too naive, and they're saying, "You're getting paid. Yeah, you you're get getting fucked. paid. You
0: should be taking it. In you the should ass. be taking it. In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word, but the <laughs> name goes straight for
1: The name is Clara. Yeah. I, Clara. Yeah, because this whole film, I. Couldn't, I just couldn't pick up on many names, apart from Miss Hattie and Buck. Apart from those. Yeah,
0: I, I really struggled with it. I told you before, I wrote it down as her, her character... For her sister character, who you meet later, who I also couldn't remember, I called her the horse sister. The horse sister. <laughs> like Frank Reynolds. Or the, the prosies dad. I think like, these are the notes I was these making. Don't. Quick. Like, I don't know her name, but I, I need to have something yeah. specific to it, because I can't just say that female, because she's only in it for the opening. She's in the opening, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but again, it's the opening of, like, you think that this might be your... You've seen her go for a horrible situation. You think this might be your... Lead character, your leading lady, you're Marion Crane.
1: <laughs> I didn't uh, straight away because there's something about. You know, I knew she was
0: going to die. I'm not yeah. saying it's hidden like that, but I just mean like the whole idea of you go to this and you've got an oddball kind of person in charge of this kind of motel in an odd kind of location. The Starlight, Hotel. With odd yeah. things going around it. But it's not just. It's not psycho. This is psycho meets Jaws. With the director of Texas Chainsaw Massacres, yeah. kind of seedy, kind of southern, kind of uh, kind of uh, stank. Yeah, <laughs> layered, like added to it, like because even even some of the, yeah, because even some of the the choices with the, the crocodile. Yeah. which I gotta be honest, constantly it, it it feels like we are making two different films and we've smashed them together in yeah. many scenes of this, but. The approach that Tobe Hooper takes to the crocodile sometimes reminded me of the approach that Spielberg took to Jaws. Yeah, not in the not in that exact same way, but the way that you only see little parts of it, Yeah. almost as if. George, and this and this is the odd thing because Jaws was released the year before this and was a mega mega yeah. hit, and it sometimes makes you look at this film and go like, was he making a certain film and then then, then they he, went then he kind of went, they, they were like oh like oh we could sell this as like a Jaws kind of thing and then yeah and he's like no yeah <laughs> I'm making nothing like that film yeah. and they're like but we want it to be we like that Jaws film. <laughs> we want Jaws so can you have him kind of <laughs> suspenseful while also doing this <laughs> maniac guy it is it,
1: it I mean, it's a weird amalgamation, isn't it? But yeah. for me, it
0: works. Oh, yeah. No, I actually... I I did, I was going into this thinking, I'm not sure... Like, I, I didn't think from the, even from the beginning that I wasn't going to enjoy it, but I was just kind of on a kind of oh, I don't know, some of these are really weird. And, and when it, at first, you know, it takes a little while to kind of realise that this is the weird tone. And yeah. you have, right here, you've you've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre to Toe Pooper. You've not got Texas, the original yeah. Toe Pooper. You've got a very slightly different kind of way that he's going for it. Yeah. Because he does seem to like his dark humour, dark black comedy kind of...
1: And weird characters.
0: And weird, too. yeah, and odd, and, you know... and. But the other thing is that some of this totally works because of the the Judd Maniac character. For some reason, some people might look at it and go, that's fucking ridiculous, I don't get this guy. And for some reason, I felt that the guy was so in oh, for yeah. the character. He was all in that I totally... I actually was like, actually, yeah, I can follow this guy. He's crazy and this film's weird. But I'm, I'm with it. We've got yeah. a crocodile, he thinks he... Well, I think he even thinks he can communicate with us. Yeah.
1: Well, the weird thing is that I thought that just... Uh, he reminded me of like facially of Tom Selleck if he'd been stung by bees, you know, and he had a bee allergy. <laughs> he kind of looks like a puffy Tom Selleck.
0: I, uh, I mean, if we're talking about who I constantly thought of him, and I, 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 I'm not even gonna say it. I, I believe it's totally nailed. It's almost the same performance. He's the maniac from. He's yes, with Roddy the body round the They talk and sound like almost. They do. Yeah, I actually almost put that in the my point notes. Where I'd almost believe that Rowdy uh, <laughs> <that> Roddy <laughs> Piper was like, oh, I saw that in the film once. I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to be the yeah. guy that was maybe once at war in Vietnam and he's just, yeah. he's fucked in the head and he's like... <laughs> <But> <laughs> I actually put that in my notes <laughs> as well. He <laughs> looks like he I the just kept, like, thinking, and I think that's partly what made me warm to him even more, was, like, this is, like, this is, like the maniacs. This is if that character yeah. was put in a horror film and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm all in for this. And he, I believe he even told people, the director... Um, oh, I can't remember the actor I actually have the actor's I name one, it, Neil but... Garrett or something like around that um, he said that the one thing like there was a lot of things with the production that like Toe Pooper, I believe he walked off before the end of this film oh, so sure. there was obviously problems with pro- there was problems with producers yeah. again and I always bet you it's George <laughs> that caused the problem <laughs> from, about the crocodile <laughs> um, but um but one thing he said was, that act is what held this film together. Really? He was all fucking it. Like, he was in for this film. He it, is. It's, it's good. It
1: is. It's like, when you... we've A lot of these video nasties that we've done, you watch it, and it's... Not often do you get, like, good performances, but the dude is actually... Judd has a good performance. Yeah. You, know? he, you believe that he's fucking batshit.
0: I mean, when we... So... He's uh, surrounded by other characters who are acting a bit that shit, but don't really pull it off the same way. I do think he, he's the glue that holds is this the film together. He is, yeah. Robert Eglin's also actually quite good in what is just, though, a stereotypical kind uh, of character. And huh?
1: a, he's got a smaller role, hasn't he? Yeah, um, a
0: smaller kind
1: of role. But I think the, the opening, you know, where, when Clara's being kicked out of Miss Hatties and she goes to stay at the Starlight Hotel, um, I think it's it looked kind of cool. It's all it's off the beaten track. The hotel looks proper run down. It has that Tobe Hooper, yeah, dirty, grimy, like I need a shower feel to it. And I think it teases the crocodile quite well. Like mm. so, f- for those who haven't seen the film, you you have this uh, you have this hotel, which is the Starlight Hotel, and it's all decrepit and sheer. But then it all it actually has like a pond. Or like a small... Yeah, it's just like a, a big pond that's yeah. gated up and has the crocodile in. And the weird thing well, is... I guess it's is, kind of like swamp, isn't it? It's like swamp kind of, of like a swamp yeah, area. Yeah.
0: It's like the, he's by the like the lower swamp kind of yeah. area. It builds into it, like a larger bit. That's why he's kind of yeah. like, surrounded. <laughs> there's kind of odd patches around him that have it like... Yeah. I think...
1: And, he kind of, and the, the owner keeps this crocodile. But it's... Because when the first time I watched this, I expected it okay, like... The hotel's gotta be the thing that people think people disappear there, but they can't track it down. Yeah, and the yeah. crocodile will be a secret. But this dude's just fucking got a crocodile, and everyone is like, "Oh yeah, that the absolute nitwit." Yeah, he's got a crocodile, he's fine. Yeah, yeah just a yeah. nitwit in a hotel with a crocodile. Like, I don't know about him; he's fine. Yeah, you know.
0: I think this film, the the working title was "Death Trap," yeah. eaten alive. So it was death trap. So it was. It was, like, almost... That almost plays into the idea that it was meant to be, like, a hotel that's, like, basically set up so he can kill people in that yeah. way. But that's not at all the way it comes across in the film. He does almost kind of come across... He basically comes across... I pl- I, in my head, he was, like, a basically a fucked-up Vietnam vet Yeah. Who's just fucked in the head and just, like... <laughs> he, he's, he, he almost thinks he has this relationship that he needs to help the crocodiles.
1: Yeah, but it's weird, like, because you you look at the killer's motivations throughout it, and when when uh, Miss Hattie get Miss when Clara gets kicked out of Miss Hattie's, they're like, oh, go to this hotel, just don't say you're one of our girls. Yeah. And then once he gets there, he's like, you're one of Miss Hattie's girls, and he just starts going rago, yeah, and just it's
0: ripping a top over, ripping her there. top open,
1: and it's not, and it's like. Is he trying to like? Is he trying to rape her, yeah. or is he trying to kill her? Because you, a almost of the get f- a
0: feel like he doesn't know. He doesn't know. It's, yeah. That's what's quite nice. Like, there's a confliction in it where one part feels like it's almost he's trying to grab her and hold her and get close to her, and then the other part's like there's another part of his brain going nah, no, nah, yeah, a crocodile. <laughs> but there's,
1: you know, there's the the cool the, the Clara's death is quite cool. You know, she gets pitchforked. Oh, yeah. A lot of the death
0: actually, a lot of I are think cool. there's the, the, the solid deaths in this film and. They are quite graphic, actually. Yeah, like, I was surprised at like how like graphic. That that's one thing, and that, that that's with the video nasty part of this is that I can actually totally see why, in a lot of ways. While well, this one was definitely, yeah, like, why they would take offence in some ways. This because there's a lot of elements, and Toad Hooper is someone who does like to push the boundaries. Yeah, and Whole there are type several things that you rip. don't always see in horror films that he's Pushing here, even if others had all, um, done it, in some ways, yeah. he went like, "I'm gonna do that," but in a really fucked up. He was <laughs> like, "Now nah, you're
1: watching it," you know? Yeah, yeah. Like we've we've implied it, or we've just pulled away, but now nah, you're fucking watching it. Um,
0: yeah, but, for those for those guys. So the the when he chases her and he gets his, his scythe. It's a pitch.
1: It's like a pitchfork thing.
0: It's I not the it scythe like a scythe first. I thought was it a, the one? He, oh yeah, he has a he does have a pitchfork. You're right. He he, has a pitchfork. It's the scythe's
1: for all of the other kills, but this kill, it's almost like something that you'd use to like move hay or fish things out of the yeah, river. Yeah, yeah, I forgot that. Like, he,
0: he changes and then yeah, pretty much all the others are yeah, like
1: it's like a, a, it's like a pitchfork but instead of being straight it's at like a 90 degree angle the end is. Yeah. And he hacks her and then jumps. Jordan... Which is
0: quite effective because it's got quite a cool angle on it where you're kind of, you're you're not actually seeing it going into her no. but you're almost at an angle so that it kind of makes it look like you're seeing the blood splurt up yeah. to up the camera so it kind of gives you a feeling like almost you're the pitchfork that's stabbing it like you're the one who's stabbing her which yeah. is I thought was quite cool yeah it's a cool technique man um, and then when he <laughs> cool technique cool technique learn new techniques from us <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> um,
1: and then obviously like she's she's still kind of alive and then she gets fucking gobbled up by the crocodile yeah, which and they they do as the film kind of progresses, the crocodile is kind of teased a little bit more and more. In the in the first kill, she's just kind of thrown into the water, and then like the crocodile gobbles her quickly. You know, yeah. As it goes on, you get more and more, which is which is good. I think they they tease the crocodile well because I was expecting maybe you know. It's not going to be as prominent as it actually is. Maybe it's like, it's here and there. It's kept like you know in some weird like dungeon. I don't know if I you don't you, you can keep a crocodile <laughs> in a dungeon. But it would be. It wouldn't be as much of like a focal point. Yeah. Throughout the film, whereas like I said, this is just in it quite a lot. It is, it, or it... at least. The area that it's like, it, you yeah see and you it, see it but
0: well, you only see the the slightest parts of it, yeah which yeah. makes it you do see the mouth open and they have it things in its mouth and stuff but because you can't see the whole body it kind of it makes it works like there's only there's only one major scene I can think where you see the body which is the only time it kind of breaks it a little bit because you yeah. see you see it move underneath the house at one point and it yeah it has a certain effect to it but um, yeah yeah and it made me think of uh, it, it made me think of. <laughs> New film X. Yeah, it made me think straight away of that kind of like that. That was awesome. All. Like thinking of that, uh, I don't want to say the characters. I guess it's still fairly new. We haven't yeah. done that episode. I love. I, that I won't film. talk it, but it's really good. Um, and uh, yeah, there's some great crocodile action in there too. Yeah, I didn't. And I did
1: not expect
0: that. No, no. no there's some good croc action some, in there, and um, it's good. It's a fun film, man. pearl has got some good stuff too. <laughs>
1: I haven't seen Pearl
0: yet. Yeah, I watched it a little while ago. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it um, works well. Um, I don't want to go into another tangent. So no, no. I know. No. <laughs> but, but
1: like a, after you know after Clara's death, then we get these other people who turn up. So we get this. So I learned by reading on Wikipedia that his name is Roy, but I sent you a picture of him, and I was okay. like, why did pe- Why did you only get a certain kind of looking person? In the '70s, outside of this, you don't see people who look like this. Um, he looks like a weird BG, you know. Yeah, yeah that's I what recording in 70, my notes. Yeah, yeah, BG.
0: Yeah, he did. He looks like he looks like one of the BGs, um, and yeah. Oh God, he's proper fucking weird. He is, he's fucking, well him... I, I don't, i, I got to be honest, I feel like I might have missed something here because I couldn't get what was really going on with their family. Um... So his wife is like,
1: this was weird because you messaged me. I think I've watched it before and then I, and this didn't stick out and then you were probably watching it like 30 minutes ahead of me.
0: Yeah, because I, I, I was literally trying to work out if they were like, because she, the one point changes her hair. Yeah. So I was like trying to work out if there, it was going to be like, there's some kind of grifters or con or, like, yeah, or what he was doing. I didn't know if it was ever actually explained, like what if they, because they're not a fucking normal family. No. He walks into a room and just, he sits in this really like creepy freaking room and just like, he's just sat there like he's like. Broken in well, certain ways, which there is a reason yeah. in some ways for that. But at the same time, he's just basically completely ignoring his broken-hearted child, and he's yeah. just like in his own little kind of weird world. And the wife just looks like she, the wife seems like she just fucking hates him the entire yeah. time. Yeah, well, like, I think well, there's supposed no to <laughs> be, yeah,
1: there's supposed to be, you know, like fighting, uh, fighting there. Yeah, but then you know, we get this, we get Faye, Apparently, her name is um yeah. husband roy which is a classic 70s name and then the young daughter um and the family dog now naturally in this film the dog is going to get gobbled up <laughs> um so the dog gets gobbled up and then i uh, they go upstairs and i think i don't know how judd is like oh it just happens like yeah the, the crocodile just gobbled your dog up what do you expect but it's kind of it's kind of cool because we see the dog you know run off a little bit and then we just I mean... see like a quick shot of the Dog getting scrammed. <laughs> yeah,
0: but th- I, I again, that was that was part of that kind of movie that they you know pushing the boundaries and like yeah. because you know um, the whole thing with the dog is something that again you don't really see that often. You don't really see the like the the, the dog might disappear or things like that. But this literally had like it kind of made it seem worse because you see the dog and you see the dog push through the gate yeah, and then you literally, you see the dog in the crocodile's mouth but you also hear like this proper loud squeal of the yeah. dog as get and you've got the daughter there who's basically just watching her dog get mutilated and, and eating yeah. it. She's screaming and there's something that makes it worse because he's both mixed in like a child being shown traumatized, violence yeah. and traumatised and We know that Toe Pooper likes to play on the, you know, themes of trauma ties, you know. But um, it's really hard to watch that scene with the dog and just... as a dog owner, for one. Yes. But, but anyway, it's, it's not just that. It's just the fact that I almost didn't expect it. I expected maybe the dog might disappear, but I didn't expect him to full-on go for, like, we literally see this, you know, puppet dog inside of the mouth or whatever, yeah. you know, however it might look. Um, but,
1: but I, I, I expected the dog of to the survive. Because hmm? I expected the dog to survive. Sorry to cut in, but Because the dog... I <laughs> just cut in. I didn't care. <laughs> but the dog usually survives, you know. I'm sure. So, yeah, it's it's a trait that, like,
0: quite often you think the dog's died and then, ah, there it is. Yeah. Funnily
1: enough, Toe Hooper did a film called Crocodile um,
0: in the year
1: 2000. And I remember it when I think it was a straight to TV film. And I remember watching it when I was, like, really young. I must have, maybe, like, 10. I remember watching it. I watched it, like, two years ago as well, for some reason. And (laughs) there's a very similar scene in this and there's a very similar dog and you think that the dog dies but at the end the dog ends up like coming towards them and you're like oh yeah cool so I was thinking I saw this I thought I thought Tobe you've, you have tried to do this same trick on me. <laughs> and then I was like oh dog's gonna go away we see the dog later and then the dog just got gobbled up and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's yeah. where we're going.
0: There's, it's trying to get to things like that, but it, like I know because he likes to play on the psychological and the traumatizing because yeah. that is part of his and there's almost something about trauma to women in this film. To be honest, yeah. it feels a little bit like As a young girl, as a bit older, when she's like on, like obviously had to been through some shit and ended up as a, you know, ends up as a prostitute or whatever. And then you've even got the sister that comes in later, or you know, or the wife that's you know kind of broken a bit by her marriage, and all these different kinds of women that are shown in a both traumatized way, but also quite often exploited way. Yeah, it's really exploitative. Like um well, so you've got because um, I was thinking like because obviously you've got the the prostitute like on the verge of like rape. Yeah. Um, and then we have like, and the the things that everything starts happen. We've got the violence of her death and yeah. the death of the dog and show you know, and the you know that whole squealy nature of it. Yeah. And then you've got which is one of those taboos that I was talking about. And then so that felt so horrific. Like the little girl and she just sees several horrific events in front. Oh of- yeah and like not just the dog and not just the stuff of her parents but she sees murders in front of her but like also she sees her mother getting like violently beaten and like a like yeah. wrapped up in was a sack <laughs> and it's, it's like holy shit this child is being properly fucked up here like yeah. you're really pushing like by having the child there in that situation you have children in horror film but I feel like I haven't seen a child in this kind of Full on, like how many traumas can we put you through in yeah. one scene? Normally, it's they're scared by a monster, or yes, we've seen child deaths before, obviously. in yeah. you know, in uh, Pet Cemetery and It and things like that. But uh, this literally just felt more like you know we're going to just push you through how many traumas can we put yeah, you through we've got to trap go? You losing into the your house. pet losing your innocence <laughs> losing your dad losing your, like yeah. like not quite losing your mum but still believing your mum is dead and actually getting to physically yeah. see her, what you think is her getting beaten to death in front of you and yeah. like, things like that like that that is properly that kind of that, that trauma it really plays on that child intimate but then with the older women we've got the exploitation that comes with both the mum and with um, Clara's sister. Clara's sister, yeah, yeah. Which I was a little bit kind of surprised by some of the scenes, like with her, at the, with Clara at the beginning. I was like, okay, well, I guess you're in that situation. Yeah, it, it makes so <laughs> much sense.
1: Yeah, you're the opening kill, mate. Sorry,
0: <laughs> but with like her sister, you get like that one scene where she's basically we're basically just watching her address, and it doesn't really seem like there's any no. reason for it. There's it no reason really for it. No like apart from the fact that she's basically there are noises going on in the motel around her so it's like ah when's she gonna notice maybe once she's taken off whole clothes when she's naked <laughs> then she'll notice it's yeah it's a bit like okay um but it makes me think about Patrick Stewart in extras you know yeah <laughs> uh, and the thing is she's na- and I've already seen everything. everything I love that so much it's so good yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> But then, well, the, going back to like the BG looking dude, Roy, oh, yeah. that scene That's where the dog's been scrammed and they go into, scrammed for non Gloucester people, <laughs> means eaten, <laughs> gobbled <laughs> up, <laughs> um, he's been eaten alive. Um, he does, he, they, they go into this room, the mum starts doing something, like you said, it almost looks like it's a different actress. Yeah, because she takes takes, uh...
0: uh, she takes this black wig and then she's blonde. Yeah, she
1: all this makeup off. And it was really really hard. Yeah, it was
0: really hard to tell if it was the same person or not. Yeah,
1: and then but then the but then Roy, he's going fucking weird. Like he's doing this thing where I've put a BG looking dude tries to Professor X her. It's yeah. almost like He's like holding his hand out oh, to yeah, her and bit. he's like shaking. That's and why I was saying, like, trying to get into her brain. That's
0: part of why I was like, "What the fuck's going on here? Is there some kind of?" Uh, even to be fair with the maniac with the character, because whenever like, he's got this kind of change with the crocodile, he has there's this the sound that plays. It's yeah. like like as if he's like having it. I was like, "Is this film about to get weirder by saying this <laughs> yeah. like basically this like telepathic propaganda. like?" Not only is it te- like Roy is getting interrupted by the crocodile's <laughs> telepathic abilities, uh, which are affecting the main. You know, I was like, yeah, I was means. going into that. I was like, what the fuck's going on? This dude is either uh, has some weird power, or the dude is fucking on PCB. <laughs>
1: Both of those would be classes. <laughs> well, that, he's uh, done something because he's he, he fucking. Is. Out. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring that up later because I noticed <laughs> there. But then the dad also. Does this weird thing where he's like saying about how he's got to get his eyes gouged out and how he yeah. wants the woman to gouge his eyes out and he's like proper screaming it and then he starts barking yeah. and I was watching this and I was thinking imagine being like uh, I don't know a ten year old girl or being well just beyond being ten years old <laughs> and then your croc your your little dog has been eaten by a crocodile and now your dad is barking, (laughs) saying he's going to gouge his eyes out and, like... Trying to like, I, I sent you a, I sent you the, like the meme of it, but it's almost like he's trying to get into his mum's head with like Cerebro from X Men, you know? It was so weird. It is so,
0: and I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know I, why. I don't
1: understand, but I like it.
0: You know? <laughs> I like it because it's fucking weird, and I accepted that this film is weird. So I was like, okay, yeah. I'm in for the weirdness. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's one part, yes, the maniac and all that is crazy and lots of things, but this is this is one scene that breaks into a whole different level of just weird, like, you're literally just like, I thought this was just a family who had yeah. just gone to a motel and who were normal, I guess, maybe fighting, but they're just a family, but then the dad just changes up the whole scene, like, the yeah. mum doesn't seem that weird, you know, yeah. she seems fairly normal, so it just that one character breaks the soul. So good. And then he goes from what seems like, he's like sitting in a chair, like he's fucking... Barking. Mune's daydream. Yeah. <laughs> like Like, just off into the clouds. And then the next time we see him, he's deciding, oh no, actually, I should do something about this. Yeah. And he's suddenly kind of, almost trying to be back to a normal character, yeah. who's like, I'm, I'm getting a shotgun and I'm going to kill that crocodile. And suddenly... And he seems like he seems like he's completely different characters. It's like yeah. who the fuck are you? <laughs> I find the weirdest thing is that
1: whilst he whilst this is happening, Clara's sister and dad turn up and yeah. check into the hotel. And then they some they go up to a room, I think
0: I don't know, they no, they they go no, to they Miss Hattie's the key, they get the keys and then they, they go to Miss eat Hattie's. To, yeah, he's yeah. because he slip the judge slips up and says about that like, he's got the like as if he makes an impl- implication that he's seen her around that area but yeah so he's one like, of Miss Hattie's girls so dad's like yeah. I, I must go there tonight and <laughs> go and see them so yeah
1: um and then I don't know It's so that makes sense because I was thinking how is this all going on when they're not in but then Roy's death is pretty cool when he goes to shoot the crocodile and and the maniac, you know, scythes him in the throat. And at yeah. first, I was thinking, oh, he's got a, you know, he's, he's scythe's quite a cool weapon anyway. <laughs> um, but then when he kind of, he sticks it like right into his throat. And then Roy is like staggering around for like 20 seconds and it lingers on it. And it's <laughs> real like, like the first time I watched it, I remember thinking, oh, I don't think this is like this is that bad. You know, I, I don't think it'd be a video nasty. And then when I watched it again, there was so much of the actual violence that I kind of like, I just remember it. Like I remember the scythe going into his neck and it cut yeah. off. I remember that. I remember Clara getting maybe hit with the pitchfork, maybe two or three times and then it cutting off. Yeah. I don't remember just how much it lingered on the violence. It
0: it does feel quite strong. It does feel quite strong in the violence. It's like a, a lot of the gore feels like it lingers for a while. Um, yeah. With you know, and I I feel like it looks it looks actually pretty effective. Yeah. I, like the effects look pretty good. For like 1976. The, the, yeah. The knife yeah. through the neck, I thought, actually looked pretty damn good. Yeah. Him like lingering around in pain, like actually really sold it. Again, why it's why I think like. I don't know what the fuck was going on with this character or this actor because yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like he's, he's playing this part really well <laughs> compared to other parts where I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, um, But no, it, it's really effective and he's not the only death that gets it through the neck though, is he? I, um, I'm sure no. the dad, the, the, dad like the gets dad cut gets as well. It. He, um, he, he lingers around with yeah. it through his throat as well. But for,
1: compared to Texas Chainsaw which doesn't really have any blood... Yeah, it's a jump up in the violence,
0: you know. This is this is why, like, the more when I like after, like, when I looked at things after, and I heard that there'd been like Toad Hooper going off after producers and how they'd yeah. it. It just makes me wonder to a certain level, like whether we're basically seeing like an actor do two scenes where he's been told by completely yeah. different people to do them, and they're kind of splicing together like yeah. what they can of like. A story or what it is or as if someone else has put this together because even like I said about like uh, you know the whole psycho marion Crane yeah. thing where you've got the lady at the start who dies and then it is then you've got silly. the parent the parent and the fit who like in psycho obviously is like the sister or whatever and her like in her boyfriend that come looking yeah you've got the two characters that come looking that start like asking questions around and asking around town and like a lot of it plays out it in plays a very out like, quite similar doesn't it and, and then with the added on the but then there's just the added on full-on maniac of a crocodile kind yeah. of
1: thing but um well then he, he, he starts beating
0: the shit out of the the wife and then the the yeah. daughter hides under the, under the house. And he starts chasing through and you have Buck show up again at that point just to annoy him for one scene. Yeah, like he to, And then he goes away and then we get the bar scene with later. Yeah. Well, and we get Buck before, shows up. before that. because he's I, like, right, Buck, yeah, I don't know what the fuck he was saying. I don't know
1: about. what he said half the time. And it didn't <laughs> have subtitles so I couldn't understand <laughs> either. <laughs> Who would
0: write that it, I know, it is like The Maniac. But, <laughs>
1: um, but there, was, there was something that I... Re- I that really stood out to me and made me laugh so much is that when they go to uh, when they go to visit uh, Miss Hattie's yeah. or they you know um, Miss Hattie for some reason is dressed like an accountant she's got like that, that like, I green messaged you because so, he's
0: like one of the first things you see yeah. in the film um, and I was I was more perplexed by her makeup I was like it I was like, she's either an old woman who for some reason they've given really fucking thick foundation. Yeah. But it also looked like it was maybe, but the hands made me think it was an older actress. But at the same time, I was like, you kind of look like a younger actress who they've caked in grey makeup to make you look like you're an old woman. Or yeah. That was, I couldn't work out what... Again, she looked completely like a character I'd expect to see in Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. She looked like as if she he'd added something to make it look like her skin was more rotted or kind of yeah. broken, or like she was really quite decrepit. Yeah. And straight away, threw me off completely because I was like, you look completely out of place. You really don't look bit. like a human. I just loved
1: that she was wearing like a shirt and one of those like... Classic see-through green visors. Oh yes, yeah, so, like yeah. an accountant at yeah, a like golf fair. Yeah, like it's a so golf funny. bear
0: or like an old like poker player. So yeah, you can expect to see in some like Las Vegas casinos. Yeah. walking around like <laughs> putting coins in slots.
1: But the, but the film also i i put features probably the worst sheriff ever because they <laughs> because um you know Harvey Wood and Libby as they're known who's obviously Harvey Clara's Wood. dad and um. Clara's sister Yeah, they go to the sheriff and they're like well you know um, our da- you know, daughter's missing she was staying at this hotel he's like oh what the hotel run by the weird dude with the crocodile yeah it's <laughs> fine no worry about it yeah we know he's got a crocodile he's fine he's fucking weird but he's fine and then they're like well we think that you know uh, she went to this brothel called Miss Hayes he's like oh Miss Hayes brothel yeah let's go there <laughs> he just takes her to this brothel yeah. he just like, doesn't care that yeah. there's like prostitution happening no. it's so weird
0: yeah, there's a complete confliction with this cop because you either get the cop who basically knows that the town is corrupt, but he's basically just like, nah, like I'm, I, I I'm turning a blind eyes. I'm getting paid off to get this, or, or you you get a Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of one yeah. who who is actually part in on all of it or whatever you know with that kind of twist. Um, but instead, he seems to be something of both. Like, he doesn't care, <laughs> yeah. might be corrupt, but then they also have scenes that make him seem like he's a more understandable, cop. nice, like, maybe a nice guy. But because they've set him at the start where he doesn't seem to care about a whorehouse or a yeah. crocodile madman, <laughs> I was just sat there the whole time going, like, are you going to diddle the sister? No, no that's <laughs> are the you gonna, thing. When are you going to diddle her? Because it seems like the whole time you've just been perving on like <laughs> That's
1: that. the weirdest thing, is he... <laughs> After they go to Miss High's and Miss Hattie's like, nope, never seen her. Um, the sheriff's like, yeah, you know, what not you... What, <laughs> Dad, why don't you go back to the hotel? Daughter... I'm going to take you out for dinner. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? He's like trying to fuck on the job. Yeah. Like, I respect. <laughs>
0: like, come on. Like, he's, he's like, like here's uh, this gorgeous blonde. I'm going to send your dad away because you should really check it. I'm going to bang you. Yeah, he's just like, you're the... Yeah, oh, well. Cap- your but...
1: sister's a horrendous... <laughs> horrendously abused victim. Well, yeah. I'm going to ban you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the other so thing. To the father, <laughs> father who's looking for his daughter who he believes has got off or has possibly ended up in a whorehouse. Yeah. So the town that allows this to happen, and I've just let you go into a yeah. whorehouse and I'm the cop who knows about the whorehouse. Father, who's... The parents of these victims that you've been looking for for all this time. You go and leave your other daughter with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take her away from you. You go off and leave her by herself and you go back to, to the. the motel. Yeah, you go back there. And it's just like, so that maybe I can sell your daughter back to the world. <laughs> <Yeah. house. laughs> it's so weird. And the cycle begins again, kind of thing. But, of, but then it's the fact that when they get to it, you keep on expecting him to like. Hit. I keep on expecting him to hit on her, do something pervy, try to get yeah. her, or or turn out to be that kind of Texas Chainsaw like. all ah, right, I'm going to throw you in the back of the van now. We're corrupt, yeah. We're going to be that. And instead, he's actually having like a a nice conversation. He's like, here's a meal. At he, he, no point does he actually try to be the perv I'm expecting yeah. him to be. And also, to be fair, his character comes his his character comes over nothing as well. To be fair, now that I think yeah. about it.
1: No, he doesn't really do because it Because he
0: doesn't end up... He's, he's not like the... You've set up this whole character and then he doesn't end up with at the motel. He nope. doesn't end up trying to find... He just leaves her and basically Said ah, I'll, I'll take you back. There we go. He And he ends up being a nice guy when you're expecting him basically to maybe even go back to the motel and be like, right, now we're back. Let's get Let's to back. Yeah. <laughs> but the weirdest thing is
1: that she orders food. I don't know why I found that so weird. Yeah, I found it... She's like, I'll have, a, I'll she, have, she have orders a chicken steak. A chicken fried steak. Yeah. So I've just googled yeah. it, and I will not show you. What is it? What do you reckon a chicken fried steak is?
0: I believe a chicken fried steak is a a piece of chicken that basically basically is coated in breadcrumbs. It looks like you know, like a chicken tender, but like a big one. <laughs> you
1: would you would be <laughs> almost correct in thinking Doesn't that it it's actually like a... a beef steak coated with
0: seasoned flour. So it's like a it's like. Wait, it's it's, it's beef. beef. Why it ch- I don't know why it's called but chicken it's fried, fried. Like a chicken, then. it's fried like they fry, fry like the Fried like fried chi- chicken. Fried chicken. I yeah. But still, yeah. That's what-
1: <laughs> I was like, I, that's what I assumed I, all my life. I've been like.
0: It's a chicken cutlet. And, I and you can get no, a chicken cutlet because they normally put it in their gravy, well, American gravy or whatever. I don't know what it is. It's a white saucy. Yeah, <laughs> it looks weird. It doesn't look like what it I would say. Like gravy either, either. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looks nice. I'll give. I think I actually had it when I was in America, and cornbread, which I did not like. Yeah, cornbread is cornbread. Just tastes like. Um,
1: don't offend our American viewers and listeners
0: please. Uh, I probably probably will but cornbread over here is basically like I don't know like a sponge cake yeah it's it's a, it's a sweet cake basically I was expecting it to be like a, a savory kind of bread that looks yeah. a bit like cornmeal. But but no, it it literally tastes like having like a, a, a slice of a slice of like sponge cake. Oh what well. is what it kind of tastes like? Yeah, I thought it would be like safe. Right? No, it's properly sweet. It's like oh. really sweet. So I was really like, it it, it didn't go with what I was eating. So yeah. I was like, <laughs> why have I got a slab of cake? Which kind of <laughs> reminds me of like. Dinner lady kind of uh, yeah, I know secondary school kind of cake. I was like, why have I got a sk- slice of that cake on my savoury meal? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no offence. Maybe I had bad, maybe I had, maybe bad, had cornbread. bad cornbread. It was a pretty fancy restaurant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But
1: then, you know, when the dad gets back to the hotel, he then hears the kid crying and then he looks, you know, he looks under the thing and he sees the kid and then he just gets butchered again. Which is cool you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, that's why I remember that's why he, he, the cy again he gets it gets in the neck though. yeah I mean, it's, it's it's violent and there's a lot of blood and a lot of kind of kind of shock that comes with that yeah um, but I think it's and we had we had the mum like screaming in her bed yeah like, for quite a few like while of it she's been tied up she's, so tied she's up still in. alive yeah. She's just it's beating like hell. Oh, and it's
1: not. A, it's not even a, quite a long film. Even I think it's like an hour, hour and a half. Hour, was, hour and thirty-one minutes. Hour, 31, it hour was
0: and thirty-one d- hours. About that, I think.
1: And then if you take two minutes off for credits, let's say. Yeah. Maybe you know it's not it's a, a bit, long bit of a
0: film. little short credit thing at the start as well. Yeah, hour tiny little short so, credit
1: yeah. because it get. I mean, it runs through it quite quick because once the dad turns up, he gets fucking. You know, he gets sliced up, and then, I I love the scene in the bar. I mean, and
0: obviously, it, they all end up with the crocodile. Yeah, I mean, they all end up <laughs> they're, all, they, they're all gobbled. <laughs> um,
1: but the scene where Buck is playing Snooker and he's with that clearly underage girl, um, <laughs> and then the sheriff says to him, like, you know, that's not, I don't think that's uh, Coca Cola she's drinking, and kicks him out. Um, he goes He goes back to the Starlight Hotel and then he just turns up ready to pound again. I'm sure he says, my name's Buck, I'm here to fuck again. Well, that's, <laughs> it's like his catchphrase, you know. Um, but Buck's death is cool as well, you know. Um, Buck's death is where we properly see the crocodile, I think. Yeah, pop
0: out kind of thing. Because Buck is just pushed into the water. Yeah. Um, I don't know why he thinks... Because obviously he's there to fuck and we get, again, we get... Ex, quite a bit of this this girl who is implied underage, and then we get several scenes of, although the we know the actress obviously isn't, we get scenes where she's it's implied that she's like we get underage. scenes where basically it, 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 it almost cut almost cuts off of where like Bucks like putting his hands down, yeah, the, you know, and, and, and basically and he turns around at one point, which I was basically just asking, he was gonna say like I was waiting for her to basically be screaming or want to get, yeah. Out cause he, He's basically now. I finally get what I wanted at the beginning. of the Yeah, run. that's what I thought he was. I was, was waiting after for that scene, but instead he gets disturbed by the uh, the noises that they're hearing of the mum banging. Yeah, <laughs> uh, banging against the wall, and then you get the music that uh, Judd's turning, like, turning up the music, turning it country up. music. So you've got this country soundtrack yeah. out, and Judge just sat there in the room, just walking around like with his thoughts and the, his crazy. And way. Do you
1: know what the best thing is? So earlier in the film, he got he got like shot in the leg by in his wooden leg that the crocodile gobbled up by uh by roy yeah. roy shot him in that leg but he also got a bit injured in the scuffle i think he might maybe it gets a bit of like shrapnel in him or something and the way in which he heals himself is he just gets a massive bag of coke out <laughs> and just takes a massive bump and is like screaming in this room to himself like <laughs> muttering and i'm like for healing, you know, it's like a video game. He just heals himself with cocaine, and I'm like, enough, enough, Judd, <laughs> crack on. Yeah. Like, who, who in the right mind would sell cocaine to Judd? Yeah, <laughs> and know. a ba- big bag of it as well. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, you, you, are weird as fuck. You have a crocodile. Yeah, have like twenty grams of coke. You'll be fine. Have this giant bag of coke. Have this giant bag of cocaine. <laughs> Nothing will get
0: worse. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. Um, Judd's character after inspecting all of that gets pushed behind he seems to not think at all He's uh, sorry I said Judd's character not yeah. Judd. uh, Buck's character Buck seems to totally believe he's a badass and he doesn't seem to think that Judd is in any way harmful no because it's he's vicious. willing to stand over this broken thing with, with Judd behind him making crazy comments going yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's there to eat <laughs> like he's there yeah. to gobble up and like, he's uh, he's, he's not, nut, you yeah. shouldn't do that you don't do that like all that kind of craziness his mind is in the universe he's I'm committed like, to it um he's totally in there but he, like but he's doesn't seem to give two shits, so I don't know why it was a surprise when he gets pushed into there. Yeah, and he swims out, and he's like, I'm gonna fuck you up when I get get yeah. out of here. And yeah, just as he's about to, he, the croc gets him from behind, and we get a proper kind of shot of the croc actually come up and like, yeah, pull it looks around cool. His legs. I like it,
1: you know, it does look. Uh, this is one of the films that you know, despite we, it's, it's not got a massive budget, so I think that obviously. Some shots they're using a real crocodile, you know, um, documentary style kind of footage. I think
0: some of it just looks like it's a person in a suit with a shell on top. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Some of it
1: looks kind of low budget, but kind of in a cool way. And I'm really surprised that despite, you know, um, all of the films that got rebooted or remade in the early 2000s, because you've got loads, you know, you've got Hills and yeah, yeah. Eyes, you've got random stuff like the hit show and really kind of small films. I'm surprised this didn't because it's almost such a yeah, it's an amalgamation of psycho and Jaws with Toe Hooper's own really weird twist to it. But it has a real really distinct vibe and it and having this story of this like dilapidated old hotel yeah. that's got this kind of death trap crocodile also there. I f- it's quite cool potential. That yeah, I am surprised. With
0: it. Or, or even so like the Lake Placid franchise didn't try to steal yeah. it as one of its yeah. sequels. Or something. Yeah, you
1: know, I'm, I'm really shocked at that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, I, but then I, I'm trying to. am not quite sure how successful the film was. I mean, it probably wasn't. It that feels like successful. an odd one, and it feels like it probably because I haven't heard about it much in terms of Tob Hooper, um, but I couldn't really find much in terms of how it actually did at the box office or anything like no, that. No, I never care. So I, I feel like and it, it obviously being what it was, we know that it was actually affected. Um, I believe not just in the UK but also in other countries and, yeah. the, and the US it was actually affected for itself. so it was seen as quite a controversial film yeah. worldwide.
1: And it was um you know it was one of the first video nasties as well. You know yeah. we're speaking about the the films on the list. I I believe it it got a cut it got like a censored um cinematic release in 1976 but then when it came out um in on home video in 1982 that's when it it got properly banned um and then i read that it got re-released but further edited in 1992 and then eventually fully released uncut in 2000 yeah
0: but it was still, um, it was still quite a hard film to actually get hold of, yeah. Um, because they didn't really give it much of a release and things like. that. Probably because again, it didn't do that well. I don't think so. It was kind of under the radar kind of thing. So yeah, a lot of companies probably like, oh well, we're not really going to put the money into making a copy of something that no one no even one. knows about. Yeah, things. once because this is, I feel like this is one where actually the video nasty and the unrated status of it because it was such a kind of an oddball kind of one, I feel like this actually is not a case of, you know, The Exorcist or Evil Dead or things like that, where these were quite big films that that, that caused kind of gathering and had quite a critical acclaim and things like that. Because this was a one that wasn't greatly critically received, things like that, I feel like this, the unrated in the video nasty, oddly for this one, kind of buried it. It made it so that no one really knew what it was. So even when it was unrated... No one had known it. No one had really even seeked it out. Um, It wasn't one of the ones that was like um, paying loads of money in black market. There's not much about that either. And even if you look online, there's actually very little at all about this film. There's not like every other video nasty we've done. I've kind of looked online and I've tried to research what it was. And I could barely find much comment on this film at all in a lot of ways, you know. Um yes, it's got Wikipedia and all those kind of things, but normally a lot of these ones have had such like pages of like where people have done like other research and other things that have found out about it or even the BBFC normally has a page, like a lot of the other ones, they had an actual page on their things oh, stating wow. why that film was banned and stuff like that and why it's part of their history. Yeah. Um but this one just seems to be forgotten <laughs> it seems like it's just been kind just, of just uh, nah, yeah yeah now we've i guess that's the difference i guess last house on the left and evil dead and those ones are all much more critically acclaimed and much more kind of seen as iconic classics yeah and this i guess is the kind of i guess failed follow-up to texas chainsaw massacre for tobe hooper you know what i mean he did have we know that tobe hooper is a director who um you know mm-hmm. love yeah he's got some great stuff and a lot of stuff but he has got a lot of stuff that a lot of people don't even realize is there yeah because he one Texas chainsaw kind of seems like it overshadowed but it also seemed to have it it set an expectation for a bar for something that I don't think was completely his vision and style at type like yeah it, it was but it wasn't exactly what he'd totally lean into and when he started showing people what he did kind of like this kind of odd dark kind of black comedy slash weird weird mix a lot of people didn't like it and that's kind of why i feel like Toe but sadly ended up being a bit of a quite underrated kind of director yeah because a lot of people just couldn't get with his vibe and he's got a lot of films that i've i've looked at and have a similar kind of very mixed reaction well yeah i think he just i think
1: he liked making weird I I mean, he he did a lot of horror films, so I do think he liked making horror films. But yeah. I think he liked making horror films on his terms and being like, yeah. well, "I want to make it fucking weird." You know,
0: there's a lot of cases of him having trouble with producers and directors, yeah. and you know, finishing and even finishing certain films, like we mentioned with *Poltergeist*. That there's a lot of question of is it fully his film and things like that. We talked yeah. about um in, in you know in, in that episode and there's a lot of those things with Tobe Hooper. So it's kind of hard to tell whether he was a director that was really tricky to deal with or whether it's the fact that he was constantly having his full vision kind of impacted by yeah. producers and um So it's interesting that this is one that um I, I think definitely even I think even more so than, say, say Evil Dead or stuff like I think this one I understand more why it's a video nasty because of its exploitation and its violence and gore. I feel like I understand it even more than, say, Evil Dead or stuff like that, no. why I could see it was banned or unrated. Because I feel like the weirdness adds an extra uneasy element to this one. I film. mean, it's
1: seedy, isn't it? It's definitely a lot seedier and exploitative than Evil Dead. But I think Evil Dead's gore is just...
0: Evil Dead does have an insane amount of gore, so I I do I know why it's a a video nasty I just mean that like I I, I still feel like there's so more almost in some way straightforward about Evil Dead (laughs) than this is oh definitely if you think at that point in time I feel like the like you said the seediness and just that odd kind of psychedelicness that he kind of brings to this film makes it feel really uh, I feel like I could imagine how people would feel really uneasy with how this film uh, shows itself. Um, let's just as we've, we've kind of up, talked yeah. through the we've kind of talked through a lot of the film, but let's kind of get to the, the ending of the film. Yeah. After the pervy policeman, <laughs> like <laughs> the pervy cop, is taken 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 the sister back home and not done the pound. <laughs> 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 in fact, he's just disappeared. He's just yeah, left he a just winner. drops off box um, uh, This was film where we had an odd. Um, we have the, the, the where the crocodile is kind of properly unleashed, yeah. and kind of goes. And we have this is where we get one that's almost a full shot of the crocodile, yeah. where he goes underneath the house chasing the little girl, which is a that. really cool scene. It's a really cool scene, although the look of the crocodile reminded me of like a plastic toy I had when I was a kid of a crocodile because <laughs> it cause it, looked, it looked very plastic, yeah, kind of, the look of him uh when he was moving through it the the, the scene that uh, I found it a little bit funny the kind of the way he's kind of moving through that kind of thing. It's the only time we see that kind of shot and I think it's the only thing where it's like it definitely works better when he's not shown at all. Luckily yeah. it doesn't push any more than that. I was really glad to see they didn't decide to be like the crocodiles, fully out there on the land, right in front of the. Yeah, people, like, that's why I expected. Because
1: he because earlier in the film, Judd mentions that they can run as fast as horses or something. Yeah, yeah like that.
0: Yeah. you know. So I was like, oh, you see, he's a, to be fair, it is a proper speedy clip. Like when he yeah. actually comes out, you do as I say, you see him, but he's he's gone after that charm in like, like a like second. He's like a horse. Yeah. You know? um, so um, yeah, and then um, we kind of we we have. Where she's like climbing up and being like chased and judged, going fucking crazy because she's because the croc is actually about. Yeah. It seems to be. Again, I'm, I'm still not sure if there's maybe some kind of psychic <laughs> I think maybe, maybe <laughs> they're brothers. Yeah. <laughs> My brother, the crocodile. My brother, the crocodile. Sounds like so you'd have in the South, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Apologies, <laughs> Apologies to <listeners laughs> <from> the Southern <laughs> <serving laughs> listeners. Um, and then it's really fast, though. It, the oh, ending, yeah. just the like ending just really yeah. seems like That's what I mean.
1: It goes very quick at the end because Buck dies,
0: and then the yeah, sister turns. He goes headfirst into. He goes like headfirst into basically headfirst straight into the broad yeah. mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Like he basically gets like pushed headfirst straight. Did he push or does no? He, I think he, just falls. he runs forward and just
1: falls forward straight yeah. into his mouth because the sister is kind of walks in on all this shit happening. I think. Yeah, and then I think I'm sure he chases her with a scythe. Yeah, pushes he her over the side. She's like he does.
0: There's a lot of grabbing yeah. and pulling with the sister and um, yeah. with um, Faye, the mum. Yeah, yeah.
1: And he's you know, I think uh, the sister is hanging over the end. Libby, whatever her name is, she's like holding on to. You know, the, the fucking hell, what has happened to my brain? <laughs> <laughs> she's holding she's on. She's holding on to the fence. She's holding on to the fence. Yeah, she's like, like, like
0: screaming to try and get through. Yeah. Because he's coming and they're trying to push her over. Yeah, and then and, the crocodile's there. Yeah, and, and that's kind of, that, that. I feel like that just kind of leads to like, him falling in. Him falling in. Getting and then it's up. just like, oh, we're done. <laughs> yeah.
1: We do um, see him die
0: quite like... We see his prosthetic leg floating in yeah, the water. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he, he
1: gets like, you know, he gets gobbled a bit. It's a bit, it's a bit
0: more of a Yeah, of there's, a, death, a, there's there? a little bit more there than just, uh, just like gone in a second. But it yeah. does feel like fast. Yeah, it feels like his head goes in and gets a bit, a bit chewed on. And then, and then you just see gone. his floating leg. And, yeah. And then it was just, I was just done. I was like, oh, okay, we're over. Yeah, <laughs> like,
1: literally the leg floats up. The, the girl comes out from under the house and then it's like credits
0: that's what i mean like the, the fact that and i don't think we ever said clara's sister's name but clara's libby. Sister, libby. is libby yeah. um libby is the fact that she's basically only in these odds she follows like her dad about for a couple of scenes and then she's with the cop and then she's there and basically all we get actually for set up between her and Judd, really like you think that she's okay i guess that she's going to be the main final girl here the... i guess she is but she basically doesn't really do anything apart from order a chicken fried steak, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. get perved on by a cop, yeah. and then shows up and then shows her tits, walks around in a room with her tits <laughs> on display, and then that's it. Puts her back on, and then basically just helps with Faye. She, it kind of she almost feels like you could have removed every scene with her in it, and it wouldn't have made any difference to the film yeah. at all. Like she doesn't really feel like she does anything. To yeah, add, she's kind except of- for they want like. The, the blonde but they've already got a blonde to be that character yeah. Yeah, their mum's the blonde but it feels like he just wanted another woman to be that. yeah it's all it just yeah
1: it's very quick and then it just kind of ends doesn't it you know it's, yeah. it's all very quick and very very weird um but so, I love it. I think yeah, it's a yeah. good film, man. i I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> and
0: so I told you before about um, the that there is a believe there believe is believed to be a true story that this is about. Yeah. Um. So it is about um Joe Bull. <laughs> yeah. Um. Bull. Sorry, not Joseph D. Bull. D. Bull, the butcher of Elmdorf, Okay. Is what it's called. So um. So basically, they believe that Toe Pooper may have based or the writer who did this, who's the same writer who did Texas Chainsaw, yeah, who wrote this. Um, they believe it was based on the true story that was happening around the same time in the South. Um, so it, it's a pretty. Um, I, I'm going to read the, the note. That I've got a few years Yeah, read, there, he, Educate. It's a, It's a group. it's a bit of a gruiter story that still shocks people today. The Butcher of Elmwood. So. Um, Joseph D. Bourne was born and raised in Elmdorf in the early 1930s. He opened a tavern in the small town just south-east of San Antonio. The tavern became like a weekend party spot, but things all changed when a barmaid named Hazel disappeared. Okay. So, according to Ball's right-hand man, Clifton Wheeler, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Hazel and Ball had a romantic relationship, and Wheeler told the uh, county deputies that Ball was jealous type, and when he found out that she wanted to start a new life with another man, he shot her in the back. Oh, damn. But Wheeler said he knew all of this because he helped Ball get rid of her body. In very graphic detail, he said they stuffed her body parts in a barrel and burned her head along with her belongings. The barrel was later found in plain sight after deputies noticed a strange odour coming from it. So that's kind of the start of it. But when authorities went to arrest Ball, he asked if he could lock up the tavern first. While doing so, he pulled out a gun and shot himself in the chest. Okay. Days later, authorities discovered more berries bodied near, uh, b- b- buried nearby. <laughs> yeah. And it was reported how many, though. Rumours began to surface that a pool behind the tavern had five alligators inside of it. Okay. And inside, and they believe that's played the role in disposing of the body. So he'd literally yeah. kept... Alligators as his kind of pet, <laughs> and he'd been cl- claiming basically all the people people that had come into the tavern, he'd been murdering them, yeah, and disposing of them in there. Well, fucking um, so yeah, so he, um, so Wheeler claimed Ball fed some of his victims to the reptiles, um, but however. That's the thing. There was no true evidence. So in kind of odd that they've got yeah. mixed reports on the Just actual like a mitt- alligators if they were real or if it was made up. But you've got his best friend or so- who's saying He's certain things. Um, but then it's like, well, the one that they found was mainly the one that was in the, bar- the barrel. But why would you do the one in the barrel? But all of this kind of odd nature around it and it being set at this kind of secluded kind of tavern and yeah. stuff like that. They believed inspired the story of I mean of the of the uh the maniac that we have here John <laughs> yeah
1: I mean, it makes kind of sense
0: but yeah it's uh it, it's and it's it makes sense within that quite a few of to Hooper's things or even the writer obviously we know the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre was based on quite a true story, so it makes yeah. sense that he kind of takes a lot of these things from other. Ideas, kind of thing. It kind of brings those together. However, at the same time, I'd believe I'd believe if he just ripped off Psycho and Jaws. Yeah, (laughs) but I mean,
1: it's—I didn't realize that it was based on a true story or or potential elements of a true story
0: or the craziness of those people who make up stories about it, or how how rumors can get around. And he's just a crazy crocodile guy. It's (laughs) fucking weird, man. Yeah.
1: What did you think about Eaton Alive* overall, though? Just to kind of wrap up.
0: Well, I mean, as I said, you know, um, all of these, all of these video nasties, I feel like so far have like earned their claim to it. And, yeah. Um, and actually, I don't think there's a video nasty yet that I haven't liked. Um, you know, because I expected some of them to just be pure exploit and nothing else to it. So I haven't, I haven't seen one I haven't enjoyed so far, and this one pretty much exactly the same. But it's really fucking weird. It's weirder than the other ones. It's a less complete, it's a less classic film than yeah, the other definitely. ones. Yeah, definitely. But as an exploitative kind of gory kind of odd mix of you'd never expect to see the mix, the yeah. two mixed together. Like I said, <laughs> the idea that, that, say, Psycho and Jaws could be brought together in this odd <laughs> way yeah. is not so that you could quite understand how that could happen. But it's happened here. And yeah. It, it's definitely worth a watch. It's it's a, it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a fun, it's fun. I think yeah, I found it quite fun. Yeah, no, I agree. All yeah. the performances were pretty good. The um the and the, uh, it was raised by the fact that I do think the deaths are actually quite gory. Yeah. And it helps you get past maybe for some people who might struggle to get past the just basically the lack of consistency or cohesion of what's <laughs> yeah. going on around you. Yeah. Um, but it is all held together by um, the maniac that is Judd yeah, uh, he's just fucking like crazy. crazy. I'm fairly the poster for the film shows. I don't know if he's going to be standing on land behind it, but it makes it look like he stood on the back of a crocodile with a <laughs> siphon. In his hand. Yeah, it does. And I got to be honest, I was kind of waiting for that scene <laughs> of him just going by on the river, just siphing people or, or going at, like the all of the girls end up in the water, and he ends up on the back of the <laughs> crocodile. Like, yeah, I'm coming. That's what I kind of wanted to that see. That would be pretty classic. So I was a little bit let down by that. Yeah, unfortunately, we'll remove one
1: star for that. exactly. Yeah,
0: not quite a classic because of that. That would have no. made it a big star in Hollywood. Yeah, it would
1: have been like a franchise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I kind of agree with you. I there's there is something about it that has this charm. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Toe Hooper. I think. Yeah unfortunately towards the later end of his career I feel like he got fucked over by producers and I think he was one of the, he was a a director who had a certain way about him and about how he made films you know yeah like what you know you're watching a toe Hooper film and I think it it is a, it's not quite up there with Texas chainsaw but it does feel like it's kind of a bigger budget than a I mean Texas Chainsaw's obviously Texas, this is Louisiana or something like that. Yeah. So you could imagine it being in the same world that Texas Chainsaw happens. You know, yeah. the the both Definitely the sequel. <laughs> yeah. They're both relatively similar in the in aesthetics. Oh, you towards, can feel the that same aesthetic. You can feel yeah. that
0: same vibe that comes through with the characters. You can feel the kind of the way he shows characterization of certain people. You, yeah. You can really Feel that within the film, like I, you knew if I didn't know, I feel like I would start to be oh, this feels very Texas Chainsaw, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I think, okay. yeah, that's kind of you know, summing up for me. I think it's just uh, it feels like it's you know, Texas Chainsaw, but with that bigger budget. You know, we got more actors, more sets, there's more soundtrack, and even some of the camera work that Tom Hooper does. Mm. is you know all the shots that we get are slightly more refined i think you know it still has that low budget feeling it still has that distinct tobuber feel but there's just a little something about it which is like for me feels like it is a progression in the way in which he's making movies Mm. but still very much yeah, you, you made an amazing movie, you know, but we're not going to give you a big budget, you know. It's not like a, it's not like he, you know, when John Carpenter did Halloween and then his, his next project got a lot more funding. It's yeah. almost like he went,
0: Actually, I want to, I still want to make a, yeah. I, I feel, I do feel like, I feel like Toe Pooper pretty much, I'm not even sure towards the end, I, I feel like. Consistently, I feel like he was constantly knocked about throughout his career. Uh, yeah, but, you know, by this kind of thing. A lot of people just couldn't quite give that. Or, and it's interesting to think how much of his true vision has always been shown at times, because there always seems to be little cases that rise up. So, yeah, um, no. And and to be fair, I haven't. I don't. I don't say it, think I've seen a, most of his catalog of films. Yeah. So I, I definitely need to go and find out some more Toe Hooper because I'm enjoying him now that I'm getting a little bit more used to his sensibilities, but there seems to be different versions of the director that we see. And yeah. I feel like this, as I said, this and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, I feel like is more him. It's more him, yeah. Than Poltergeist or the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre actually is. Yeah. But I feel like that was a bit more tailored towards certain things he was doing or the budget that he had to play with.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. that's... Uh... Interesting video, Nasty. Yeah, that's, the, that's what another video Nasty ticked off. Um as always if you've enjoyed the show, please hit the subscribe button, leave us a lovely review. If not, then you will be eaten alive by the crocodile that we are growing in the to Hell.
0: I would say they back go to hell, but that's you, against what we're doing. That is against what we're doing. <laughs> You're yes. allowed into our hell. You're allowed into our hell and
1: I just said we're growing a crocodile in the back <laughs> garden. So I don't know how that's working. But it is working. Um as always if you've seen eating alive come and let us know what you thought about it if not i'd recommend going and watching it and then coming and letting us know your thoughts Uh, you can find us on instagram tiktok and twitter at cmdh podcast we will see you soon goodbye